Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a classic podcast episode. This one is about the question of whether there's water on Jupiter and the history of trying to figure that out. Since this episode aired, NASA and its partners have started receiving data back from the James Webb Space Telescope, including some observations of Jupiter that may give us a more definitive answer than ever. But while that data is being processed, here's what we know for now. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Many mysteries hide beneath Jupiter's beautifully chaotic clouds, but with the help of some clever astronomical techniques and NASA's Juno spacecraft, one of the giant planet's biggest puzzles may be closer than ever to being solved. As we know, water is the key to life on Earth. 
Our efforts, therefore, to seek out life on other worlds hinges on the detection of this important compound. Though scientists don't think that life inhabits Jupiter, finding a Jovian reservoir is one of the most pressing issues in planetary science. Locating this water would help us understand how the solar system and Jupiter itself evolved. Unfortunately, Jupiter has been notoriously unhelpful at revealing any water deep in its thick atmosphere, leaving scientists and their models of planetary formation high and dry. Before we sent spacecraft to investigate Jupiter, scientists assumed the gas giant would contain copious amounts of H2O. The logic was simple. Earth is covered in the wet stuff, and there's lots of water in the various moons that orbit the giant planets. Therefore, Jupiter, the most massive and most gravitationally dominant planet in the solar system, must have trapped the lion's share of our solar system's water as it formed billions of years ago. That logic was shattered in 1995 when NASA's Galileo mission dropped a probe into the planet's atmosphere to measure its composition. Much to everyone's surprise, there was an astonishing lack of water. But the Galileo probe may not have detected water simply because it wasn't dropped in the right place— it could be as if the probe parachuted over a desert on Earth. It's not that there's no water on Earth, it's just that deserts aren't known for being awash with the stuff. Jupiter's atmosphere is dynamic, with jet streams, storms, and a non-homogeneous composition. The probe could only sample the atmosphere it was traveling through in that one location, and that location might have been as dry as a desert. The situation changed, however, when researchers used the powerful W.M. Keck Observatory and NASA Infrared Telescope Facility on Hawaii's Mauna Kea to stare deep into Jupiter's biggest storm, the Great Red Spot. They released their water-filled news in an August 2018 study published in the Astrophysical Journal and led by Gordon L. Bjoraker of NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. Bjoraker said in a NASA statement, the moons that orbit Jupiter are mostly water ice, so the whole neighborhood has plenty of water. Why wouldn't the planet, which is this huge gravity well where everything falls into it, be water-rich too? To investigate, Bjoraker's team measured the infrared radiation leaking from deep beneath the clouds. Specifically, they studied the infrared absorption spectrum of a certain type of methane, which is known to exist in a vapor throughout the planet. This infrared radiation should leak through the clouds unimpeded, but... Should any water vapor clouds be present, this radiation would be blocked. During analysis of observations from Jupiter's Great Red Spot, the researchers found three distinct cloud layers were blocking this infrared signal from passing through the atmosphere, thus agreeing with the theoretical predictions for the presence of water-rich clouds. They also detected large quantities of carbon monoxide, suggesting that there's lots of oxygen available in Jupiter's atmosphere to chemically bond with molecular hydrogen to form water if the temperature and pressure is just right. The next step will be to use these data to complement the Juno spacecraft's observations of Jupiter. Juno can make spectroscopic observations even deeper into Jupiter's atmosphere, and it will do so for the entire planet, not just the Great Red Spot. But should Juno also detect this possible water cloud layer, the techniques developed by Bjoraker's team using telescopes on Earth will have been proven effective at finding water deep inside Jupiter, thereby solving the gas giant's watery mystery. And these techniques could then be used to probe deep into the atmospheres of other planets, like Saturn, Uranus, or Neptune, without having to send a probe into them. NASA named the Juno mission, by the way, after the Roman goddess Juno, who was married to Jupiter and had the handy ability to see through clouds. Today's episode is based on the article, The Great Red Spot May Expose Jupiter's Watery Secret on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Ian O'Neill. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. 
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.